Hey Vessels, this is Love. And this is Zion. And thank you for tuning in for another episode of Voice of a Vessel Podcast, where we want to encourage and inspire you to be you. And where we grow in purpose, on purpose. This week, we're talking about faithfulness, being considerate, and being right now. You ready, Ma? I'm ready. Let's go. About a year ago, one of my sisters in Christ, we were talking on the phone and she told me that the most high had told her the time is now. And when she said that to me, it resonated so heavy with me. Like I couldn't get away from it. I was seeing it other places. A couple of weeks ago in my Facebook memories, a picture came up and it said, I fell a few times, but I ain't never laid there. I realized that as much as I can say, I've gotten better. And the things that I've wanted to get better in, there is still a lot of room for growth. And I can't always give myself credit for coming up in certain areas when I didn't come up in all areas, which I could have, but I ignore for my own selfish reasons. But that's not cool. The Lord is like really prompting me to get some things done and I can't get away from it. I just keep hearing now. I wanted to talk about it because the time is now. Whatever you've been procrastinating about, whatever you've been pushing off, whatever you know that you're supposed to do, you're supposed to start, you're supposed to build, whatever it is, the time is now. Do it. Go for it. Your gifts will make room for you. Be intentional about your purpose as the time is now. And that requires us to make time for it. It's so easy to get distracted by the things of life. You have school you have to go to you have work you need to do you got a house you need to take care of parents kids friends family there's so many things that can take you away from what you need to do so since we have so many tasks and people asking for our attention and our time what happens is that we put God on the back burner and we forget that he is the priority of our lives And we make him the bottom because we have so many things in this reality that we have to deal with. And it hinder us from being in the now. So we have to make sure that we put him in the forefront. So he's not just a hobby that we do by ourselves. He becomes a lifestyle change. True worship is a whole life response to how great you know God is. It should be with everything that we have and everything that we do. It's just making the time so you can be in. Vulnerability creates vulnerability. So what that means is when you're intimate with somebody and you express how you feel to someone, it allows them to see who you truly are. And seeing that opens them up and they're able to show who they truly are to you. And I think, well, personal opinion, I think a lot of relationships now lacks vulnerability. The things that I don't tell anybody, the secrets that I keep to myself, and I've been holding on to these secrets for years because I know if I do tell this, I can never take it back. Sometimes the fears of knowing that you can never take stuff back stops you from doing it because you don't know how other people are going to take it, especially since. You've held yourself away for so long. But revealing those things 
and those flaws allows a beautiful bond and love between any individual that you come across and ultimately vulnerability creates love it's not forced and it keeps no records of wrongs and essentially we cultivate the love when we show individuals how we truly feel and the things that we're insecure about and the thing about vulnerability as it pertains to love is that it shows that love is not just something that is given or can be taken it's something that has to grow and nurture and that only comes when vulnerability takes place oprah winfrey said vulnerability is being willing to express the truth no matter what the truth of who you are the essence at your core of what you're feeling at any given moment is being able to open up your soul so that others can see their soul in yours. I absolutely agree with you, Zion, that first of all, it's important for us to even allow ourselves to be vulnerable. For some people, that's a huge step within itself. You can't really have a truly intimate relationship without being vulnerable I want to even say a real relationship me personally I don't understand how you can have a real relationship without being vulnerable it just made me think of Paul in 2nd Corinthians 6 11 through 13 he says my friends at Corinth our hearts are wide open to you and we speak freely holding nothing back from you If there is a block in our relationship, it is not with us, for we carry you in our hearts with great love, yet you still withhold your affections from us. So I speak to you as our children. Make room in your hearts for us as we have done for you. Paul was saying in scripture that our hearts are wide open to you. We speak freely to you. We hold nothing back. That's being just real. This is who I am. Like, this is what I need to say. And I don't see how you can have a real relationship without having that. If you have to hide, then it's not real, right? It's really important to be vulnerable with somebody. Find someone, build trust with someone that you can be vulnerable with. A lot of people will listen to this and think that I'm assuming like, you know, a friend or a relative, but I'm talking about the Lord. Be vulnerable. Have an intimate connection with your heavenly father. This is what bothers me. This is what concerns me. This is what makes me happy. I've realized in life that the things that I thought would make me happy were some of the very things that did not make me happy at all. And sometimes I have to consult with him. Like, what makes me happy? You know me better than me. You know my heart better than I know my own heart. It's important to be vulnerable with him and have that intimate connection to know yourself and to learn how to love others. Was it Maya Angelou who said, be the type of woman who's so in love with God that a man has to go through him to get to you. You have to have an intimate relationship with the father to even come for me because you got to be vulnerable enough. You have to understand who you are in him. In order to get what I offer, I understand like never before that there is a need 
to really be considerate of others. We are in a time where it is vital that we consider others. Each one of us needs the consideration of each other. I need you to be considerate of me. I'm going to be considerate of you. And you know what? Whatever that means to you. Like, I don't know what you're going through. It's not my business what you're going through. If you want to share with me, that's one thing. But no matter what you're going through, I'm going to be considerate that you may be going through something. And for that reason, I'm going to be considerate. I'm not just going to talk to you any type of way. I'm not going to cut you off in traffic. I'm not going to see you and not speak. I'm not going to say anything about you to anyone else. I'm not going to feel some type of way if you don't respond the way I think you should respond. Just being considerate of somebody else. I get it. It gets frustrating when nobody's considering you. But it don't make it right if you act out in that. It just makes you just like everybody else that don't want to be considerate. So when you know better, you got to do better. You have to be consistent. You have to be intentional. I am going to purposely be considerate of every single person that I come in contact with until it just becomes your way, until it just becomes a part of your nature. And it will. It's got to be consistent. I like that you brought up the fact that you have to be considerate to everyone, even in circumstances when they're not considerate of you. Because if someone cuts you off, you have to be considerate enough to know that you can't do anything back to them. Because you have to realize it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about all of us. It's about others. So you can't do things in a moment because of an emotion. You have to just be considerate of everybody at all times. And it's not going to be successful all the time. You're human. But like mom says, you have to be intentional. Make every day the best day that you could possibly make it. And before you know it, you'll have a great day where everybody's considerate of you. And it's like, wow, these are the moments that I was living for. These are the moments that I was working for. And then you celebrate in those moments. I don't know if people think it's cliche-ish, but it really is based on your perception. If you alter your perception, then you alter what you get. Because what you're really doing is focusing on what you should focus on. And when you focus on what you should focus on, what should happen, happens. When we focus on his love, then that's what we see, his love. And here on Voice of a Vessel podcast, we realize that there's so much power in your voice and that we're all vessels. And we understand that sometimes you can hear something from a person from their perspective and it be completely biblically based, but you hear something completely different when they say it. In my personal life, going through Bible stories with my youngest son and I love these stories. They're so rich. And a lot of times we hear a lot of other parts of his story that is really important. However, I love just hearing those characters and some of their stories uh, in a different way with our take on how we understood it. And so Zion, this week, if you don't mind, is there someone from the Bible that resonates with you, that stood out to you, and that you may want to share a little bit of their story? Well, I wanted to say David. David is known 
throughout the Bible. And David was known for building the city of Zion. So I just thought that was so great. But recently, I've started liking John, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John. I just read those books recently, and I loved his extensive explanation of love. And it really resonated with me because I thought John was on point. And to know some of the storyline behind John, behind how he was right by God while all this was happening, He was right in the midst of everything, but not there. So I always (laughs) love that take on John. And was John the one who wrote Revelation? It was John the Revelator. So there's two different people? Yeah. (laughs) There's two different people? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was the same person. Okay. Is it the same? Maybe. I don't know. I think that's John the Revelator. (laughs) John the Revelator. (laughs) (laughs) How many Johns are there? The Hold John. up. First, second, third John, Jude, Revelation. Oh, I think that's the same person. My mother used to call him John the Revelated. But I thought that was the same John. No. John the Baptist and Apostle John. That's Apostle John. John the Revelator is Apostle John. John the Baptist was Jesus' cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so that just lets me know. I didn't know. I didn't know who John was. But St. John was a disciple. He is known as the Apostle John. John the Evangelist. John the theologian, John the revelator. He and his older brother James were both among the 12 apostles. According to tradition, he was only 15 years old when he decided to follow Jesus. There's also John Mark, who was St. Mark the Evangelist, but he is rarely called by his first name. They have a John the Baptist, John the Evangelist, and John the revelator. So there's a lot of Johns. Three Johns. Three Johns. Three Johns. I don't know which John I like the most. I just like John. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I like Paul's. And there's more than one Paul, isn't it? Paul and then Saul Paul. I like bo- I like all Pauls. So many people resonate with me, man. It would have to be Paul. There are so many people. Like, I love Abraham. And, of course, David. But then there's Esther. And Ruth. And Naomi. Oh, Deborah. There's so many people, but Paul. It's Paul for me. It's the wisdom. It's the obedience. It's the faith. It's the trust. It's the determination. It's that complete heart change. It's that blind faith. It's the I'm going to stick my hand out here and this snake going to bite me and I'm going to shake that joint off like nothing. And it's knowing that and not even flinching because it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. I'm seated in heavenly places. I'm telling you, it's everything. It all ties in with the episode because. You got to be considerate of others. You got to be faithful to him. Not to me, to him. If you're faithful to him, it's not even a question how you deal with me. If you're truly faithful to him, everything else falls into place. And it also ties back in the time is now. It's always the right time to do the right thing, no matter what. Now is such a right now word because the word is now. I know that probably sounds silly, but it's real. Like, now was always relevant. And I can't think about tomorrow. I can't think about next week. So the quote for the week to close this out, give it to God and go to sleep. God already has a solution. I think it was 4 o'clock in the morning and I was struggling to go to sleep. Usually I scroll through social media to kind of just pass the time in between commercial breaks when I'm watching TV. 
So I was scrolling through, and as soon as I opened my app, it says this quote. I was like, dang, God's telling me to go to sleep. So remember, guys, get some rest. You need it. God already has a solution. Don't let the worries and the troubles of your mind keep you up at night. Remember to be a voice, be a vessel, and always be you. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. And check out our website at VesselToBlessYou.com. Anything you want to hear on the show, let us know. We want to encourage and inspire you to be you. Shop our merch, read the blog, and check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Vessel to Bless You, where we grow in purpose, on purpose. Shout out to Jay Weeks with the dope beat. Where the music at?